In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. We will start this season of Lent 2021 with the, the imposition of the ashes. Well, this year, as you know very well, is going to be a bit special. Before the congregation of the doctrine of faith had uh, explained that uh, there is no imposition, but it's the sprinkling of the ashes on the head of the faithful by the priest. The priest, the ritual is going to be as usual, but instead of the priest saying, no, every time that he makes the sign of the cross in our forehead, saying, repent and believe in the gospel, he will say these words at the beginning in front of the whole congregation, and afterwards in silence, he will not sprinkle, because yesterday the Bishop of Lagos, at least in Lagos, he sent a letter and, and a circular letter, and he explained that we will place no, a bit of ash on the on the palm of the faithful, and the faithful is the one who will make the sign of the cross on his hair forehead. Anyway, but the important thing is this ritual of the ashes and the meaning of the ashes, that uh, practically ashes is identified with dust. This is why also the other prayer is, remember that you are dust, and to dust you will return. And this dust, these ashes, symbolizes the, the sin, our own sins, the fragility of and the human weakness of the person. In, in, the, in the Old Testament, this is the, the important idea of ashes, no? I mean, the sinner is ash, and this is why he's seated on us, no? I mean, he's covered, no? His head, no? I mean, rubbing himself, no? I mean, with ash. We have the example of the David, the King David. But at the same time, the, the ashes have been used in order to symbolize, no? Or to emphasize the sadness. The sadness by by the sinner, no? overwhelmed with, with so many sins. No? It's a kind of penance, no? repentance. No? I mean, all these overwhelming uh, emotional, no? I mean, uh, understanding of our sins, uh, well, is expressed precisely with the ashes. So, uh, from, from the very beginning, also in the history of the church, also the, in the public penances, the penitents were also using no, different silices and disciplines, no, in all these objects of corporal mortification. And, and at the same time, they were covering themselves with ash. Why the ashes? First of all, for us, man, that we come from dust, as we have heard during these days in the Mass, reading the book of Genesis at the beginning, God took a bit of dust 
from the ground. And from there, he modeled, he created Adam and Eve. And if we die without God, we turn back to nothing. If we don't resurrect to the everlasting life, well, our end as human beings is completely distorted, is completely, is failed. Is Then we, we take advantage of these days of, of Lent for us to get a external acts of penance, but it's a conversion from within, a conversion of our heart. It's a conversion that really and truly help us to get closer to God, because this is the most important thing. Pope Francis, if you have not read it, I recommend you to read it. Uh, he explains that precisely during this season of conversion, the Pope says, let us renew our faith, draw from the living water of hope, and receive with open hearts, with open hearts, the love of God, who makes us brothers and sisters in Christ. And then the Pope says that fasting, prayer, and almsgiving are, as preached by Jesus, enables us to express our conversion. Enable and express our conversion. The path of poverty and self-denial fasting. And childlike dialogue with the Father, prayer, make it possible for us to live lives of sincere faith, living hope, and effective charity. In every conversion, as Saint Jose Maria explains, there is, there is a renewal of our understanding of God, of our expectations from God, and our desire for God, faith, hope, and charity. Then the fasting, prayer, and almsgiving are means and manifestations of this conversion. And the Lord is listening to us. This is the time of conversion. This is the right time now. Wake up. We will hear during these days all these invocations, calls at the end of the day in, in the liturgy of the church, no? but calls from God for us to renew ourselves. This is a time of conversion. And we need to renew what better way, St. Jose Maria says, to begin Lent. Let's renew our faith, hope, and charity. The spirit of penance and the desire for purification come from these virtues. Lent is not only an opportunity for increasing or external practices of self-denial. If we thought it were only that, we would miss the deep meaning it has in Christian living. For these external practices are the result of faith, hope, and charity. Faith, hope, and charity. And we need to get a real conversion. A conversion in our faith 
a conversion in our hope and a conversion in our charity, in love. And now that we are here doing our prayer, ask our Lord to help you to get ready for tomorrow and all these days, this, this, this season for us to get a real conversion, a conversion in faith, a conversion in hope, a conversion in love, in charity. This Lenten season is a special time for us to accept and to live the truth revealed in Christ, which means, first of all, opening our hearts to God's word, which the church passes on from generation to generation. This truth is not an abstract truth, concept reserved for a chosen intelligent few. Instead, it is a message that all of us can receive and understand thanks to the wisdom of a heart open to the grandeur of God, who loves us, even before we are aware of it. Christ himself is this truth. This time of Lent, we are going to get closer to you, Lord, because we are going to listen to you, the word of God, the truth. You are the truth. And we are going to to get closer to you, precisely, first of all, with, with our prayer, with our fasting, with our self-denial. The Pope says that fasting experience as a form of self-denial helps those who undertake it in simplicity of heart to rediscover God's gifts and to recognize that created in his image and likeness, we find our fulfillment in him in embracing the experience of poverty, detachment, freedom. Those who fast make themselves poor with the poor and accumulate the treasure of a love both received and shared. In this way, fasting helps us to love God and our neighbor is in as much as we love, as St. Thomas Aquinas teaches, is a movement outwards that focuses on our attention on the others and considers them as one with ourselves. How important it is to pray and to look at the others. How important it is to fast, but the fasting is this self-denial, personal self-denial, looking at the others, deny yourself and give yourself to the others. Ask our Lord how important it is to realize that when we give ourselves to him and to the others, we get more. How important it is to realize that it's not a matter of, of what we do, it's a matter of what our Lord is doing through us, with us. But give yourself, deny yourself. Don't give something, give yourself. It's very easy to give time, to give money. When our Lord is talking about prayer, fasting, almsgiving, at the end of the day, all these are acts of love, acts of penance, acts of denial. I would like or I have to, and we make time for God. Pope Francis was talking about 
this consistency in our prayer, that the constant prayer makes transform progressive transformations, makes us to get transformed. In this time of Lent, this is a special time. This is a special time to believe. I am here because I believe you. I am here because I want to get closer to you in this time of Lent. Now is the time of my conversion. And it may be before we were not praying because life is tough, life is difficult. And at the end of the day, let us accept it. I was lazy. I'm going to pray from today on. And all these days of Lent, I'm going to pray consistently. Because I believe you. I firmly believe that you are here. This is the first thing that we do when we believe. We adore God and we pray. How important it is to pray? Fasting is the prayer of the senses, the spirit of mortification, the spirit of penance. To atone for our sins, to make atonement for our sins. Besides faith, also we need hope, a lot of hope. If we have faith, we will have hope. And if we have faith and hope, we will have love. We cannot separate the link, the intertwine of these three virtues because they nourish each other. If we have more faith, we will have more hope and therefore we will have more love. But we need to, to grow up in faith and hope, expecting everything. God is the living water. God is the one who transforms all our expectations. God is the one who, if we look at him and we look at what is important in our lives, he will transform our lives. And not because we have plenty success in professional matters or in my professional career, which all this is very illicit, but all this is not the essential. At the end of the day, you're not going to heaven, even if you make billions, even if you live a very comfortable life here. Our Lord has always put the things in the right perspective. You remember this man when he was saying, no, now I'm going to tell my soul, no, let us enjoy, let us enjoy life, no, because my barns are already full, drink, sleep, do whatever you want, no, have a good time. And the reply of our Lord, saying no fool today they will ask for your soul our hope is not in the things in what matters here on earth our hope is not here we are looking at our homeland and you see uh, the pope insists in this matter of this virtue of hope, in these times of trouble, when everything seems fragile and uncertain, it may appear challenging to speak of hope. And maybe we are in these times in which everything looks fragile within us. I am weak, I feel, I, I, don't, have, I don't have the strength to move on. And precisely, in these times of trouble, 
Yes. We need to talk, we need to increase in hope. Yet Lent, the Pope says, is precisely the season of hope. When we turn back to God who patiently continues to care for his creation, which he have often, which we have often mistreated. St. Paul urges us to place our hope in reconciliation, be reconciled to God. A very important manifestation of penance and even sometimes the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of confession, it has, has been called the sacrament of hope. Nothing is impossible to God if we want to come back to him and to recognize our sins. Having received forgiveness ourselves, we can offer it through our willingness to enter into attentive dialogue with others and to give comfort to those experiencing sorrow and pain. God's forgiveness offered also through our words and actions enables us to experience an Easter of fraternity. I am convinced that many times many people are wounded and they are wounding, they are harming the others. And they need healing, the spiritual healing, the peace within themselves, between, between God and their soul. And they are full of bitterness and they are full of annoyance and they are, and many times they are harming the others because, because they have suffered and they don't believe that there can be a good life, a life of peace. And they are bitter and they are full of grudges. This is the time for us to remove all these grudges, all these pains, all this harm within us. How are we going to do it? Realizing that we are sinners and asking God for forgiveness. Why are you thinking? Why are you not? Why, why you don't accept? the reality of your life. And we are always living in anger, in frustration. Why? There are many people, regrettably, who are in this situation of frustration. And if they don't accept their situations and they don't look at our Lord and they are transformed by faith, hope, and charity, they will be always complaining biting the others, taking advantage of the others, using the others. We cannot be like that. God wants us really and truly to be happy. And this is why forgiveness is liberating for us, first of all, because God frees us from sin. How many conversions all along the history of the church? Precisely because the people recognize that they are sinners. Because we need to come back like the prodigal son to our senses. Putting apart everything. Put apart everything and focus in our Lord. Forget about your success in business. Forget about your progress in your professional career. Forget about your frustration in the emotional life. 
your feeling sentiments. Forget also about many things which apparently are wrong with your life, maybe at home. And we have problems. In all the families, there are problems. Problems with my father, problems with my mother, problems with my, my sister or my brother, or that we have a situation at home. Some of you, some of me, some of my own are sick, seriously sick. These are situations, and it happens in all families all around the world. And it's up to us if we want to face all these situations of suffering, pain, with bitterness, annoyance, frustration, sadness, or we look at them and we ask our Lord to heal us, to, to, to help us to endure these situations. And as Saint Jose Maria used to say, to draw evil in an abundance of goodness. It's up to us. Focus on our Lord. Ask him to help you, to increase your faith, to increase your hope, expecting everything from him. Don't put your, your heart, don't expect solutions here on earth. Yes, we need to look for solutions. But knowing that we are always in God's hands. And it's precisely with, with the prayer, the fasting, through recollection, the boxes in the message of this year, no? through recollection and silent prayer, hope is given to us as inspiration and interior light illuminating the challenges and choices we face in our mission. Hence, the need to pray and in secret to encounter the father of tender love. Are we grateful to God for so many things that he has given us? Are we aware of the many gifts that he has given us. But say it with your heart. Don't say it as because I have to say it. Say it sincerely within you, submitting yourself, your heart to God. And you will notice that maybe, yes, you cannot say it. I cannot say I am grateful to you, Lord. I remember once many years ago, I met a couple who, who suffered because there was a very tough situation at home. And it happens everywhere, all around the world. But it's precisely with these situations, how we, we show our faith, the reality of our faith, the sincerity of our faith. Our faith is not faith, it's not a way of saying it. it's real, it's my life. It happened that this couple, you know, uh, lost the daughter in a car accident. And it was on the 8th of December of the year 2007. And the daughter was, she was 15, 16 years old. She was in SS, the equivalent year to SS3. 
can see that in a galaxy. And I remember that for different situations and circumstances, I have to be there in the hospital. And, and then I met this woman. Uh, obviously, they were devastated, but they received the news with a lot of peace and serenity. And they saw it, well, this is the will of God. And I am happy that God has called my daughter on the day of the Immaculate Conception. Obviously, for a person who does not have supernatural outlook, this is a big blow. And it is, humanly speaking, it's a big blow. It's, it's, it's impossible to understand. But accepting the will of God with this peace and serenity is only possible if God is with us. To accept the will of God only if, if we are sincere with our faith and we are really hopeful is only possible if we are with God. There is not a way. And there should be a lot of prayer because our Christian life is not improvised. You cannot say, I am Christian and everything is going to fight. No, no. You have to work on faith, hope, and charity with prayer, mortification, interior life, and with concrete and specific steps, with concrete and specific deeds of prayer, mortification, to love God with deeds, not just with sweet words. To, to grow in this virtue of hope during this Lent season entails growing in the realization that Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ, we are witnesses of new times in which God is making all things new. It means receiving the hope of Christ who gave his life on the cross and was raised by God on the third day and always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who calls to account, to calls us to account for the hope that is in us. Faith, hope, and then charity. Love, following in the footsteps of Christ, in concern and compassion for all. This is the highest expression of faith and love. We do many things for the others because he has done everything for us. We do many things for the others because we are aware that he has loved us first. And this is why we do what is madness for many other people. And we have so many examples of so many saints. Why are we going to complicate our lives so much? Because he has died for me. This is the time of conversion and this time of Lent, we need to realize and we are walking towards there. Good Friday and Easter Sunday. We cannot separate the passion, the death of our Lord from the resurrection. Because, because death is not the last word, it's life. The resurrection. Love is a gift. Jesus gave himself as a gift for the resurrection of all of us, for our salvation. 
And love is a gift that gives meaning to our lives. And we give ourselves, we don't give something. As Saint Jose Maria says, we cannot reduce these lenses on just to these external practices of penance, to these external deeds. It should be something deeper. To experience Lent with love, the Pope says, means caring for those who suffer or feel abandoned. Means to care for everybody around you. This is the time of transformation. This is the time of conversion. Let us pray, let us meditate during these days, this year of Saint Joseph. This, this time of conversion for each one of us, the beginning of the Lent season, which we will start tomorrow. Let us ask the Blessed Virgin Mary, my mother, help us to get a conversion. Mary, mother of the Savior, ever faithful at the foot of the cross and in the heart of the church, sustains, sustains us with her loving presence. May the blessing of the risen Lord accompany all of us on our journey towards the light of Easter. I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.